Hi, thanks for joining us. This is Lady V along with SD. We are She Talks Spring Hope Everywhere Talks the Podcast, where it is our goal to inspire hope. Today's message, Grace for the Thorn. is your first time with us we are so glad you are here yes do stay with us to the end mm-hmm. it is not by chance that you happen upon our podcast absolutely we believe in divine timing and appointment mm-hmm. and this is your time to receive what god has for you it sure because indeed he has something for you if you're listening he has something for absolutely, you absolutely he does so if you haven't already go ahead and subscribe so that you will be alerted when we upload new content and of course before we get started to our regular listeners around the world we appreciate your support yes thank you and god bless you and your families and to all who are tuned in we pray you experience god's loving blessings upon your life yes in the name of jesus okay lady v let's get started um today's uh message of course is grace for the thorn and this is something that anyone can relate to um of course we are believers in jesus christ mm-hmm. um but god even calls and draws those that are unbelievers and um we know that there are people that tune in to us that are unbelievers and there are believers but we realize that uh, when god draws anyone there mm-hmm. is a message for them and god wants to speak to them right. and of course um we will always exalt the name of jesus and um we want you to know our savior if you don't and yes, uh, we want yes. you to know the love that comes from God through Jesus so um, everything that we speak about is always going to point to Jesus mm-hmm. so um, today you know as we dive right into the message you know we are taking a hard look at how many things in life can represent a thorn in the flesh right. and these things are things like hardships um, insults abuses accidents um, any opposition, bad breaks, sickness, persecution, and troubles of all sorts. So mm-hmm. as I begin, as we begin to speak on this, let me pray first. Uh, Father God, we thank you um, for every listener. God, we pray for them and their families. We pray that you step into every situation that's going on into their lives right now. Father God, we ask you, God, for your hand to show up in every place, in every area of their lives, Father. And we ask that you give them direction and instruction in how to find their way to that peace that only Jesus gives. God, we yes. thank you. We pray you be glorified in this message. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. And we believe that it is so. And we say amen. Amen. So, you know, we're talking about the thorn in the flesh, okay? It's much like, you know, an airplane that goes through turbulence. You know, it's a disruption. It's a change in the atmosphere that shakes you up and makes you, you know, feel like you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, we know things um, show up as like turbulence in your path in life. And, you know, we can consider that what we call a thorn in the flesh It is a hindrance um, to your everyday walk. Um, and for those of us that already um, know Jesus and Christ, you know, we know this uh, can happen in so many forms just because we are believing in Jesus. Um, we put our faith in Jesus and then sometimes a thorn shows up and God allows it. And so as today, as we look at this, um, this thorn in the flesh that Apostle Paul speaks of in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10, um, it actually starts really um, at um, verse 1, but we're going to just cover 7 through 10. I'm just going to sort of paraphrase a little bit of verse 1 through 6. But um, Paul realizes that depending on God's grace, uh, which is his infinite love that's unrestrained and abundant and providing in those times, um, that you have those life struggles that um, don't seem to want to go away. They want to hinder you where, you, where you're going. And um, But we find out that Paul... Um, has has gone through something similar and we all can relate to this it don't matter who you are you all can relate to this but the thing of with paul you know of course him following jesus and um he received revelations from god that envisions that you know he couldn't even utter what he saw mm-hmm. because he was just he's like it's just that great but i can use this like i can't get full of myself and thinking that i you know yeah i want y'all to think i'm somebody so great that you know because god allowed me to see these things that you you know, that makes me somehow um, greater than anybody else, you know. Right. And, and to me, I relate that to when you go into some churches, you see those throne room chairs sitting on the stage mm-hmm. and there's Come a separation on. from the ministers, from the people that are in the audience. And that shouldn't be. We all need Jesus. Right. So ain't nobody above Jesus. So why put a throne chair on your stage? But that's another story. <laughs> that's another time story. But that's my point. You know, God, um, everybody goes through life struggles. Right. But this thorn in the flesh that Paul is going to speak about in second Corinthians that he finds that God's grace gets him through it um, and is enough is something that you know you can face when you're trying to live for God and you know and you know there is no other help but him right. and then there are those that are li- that are just living life without God without Jesus and you're going through these strive struggles and you don't have a help or you may turn to self-help books or self you know help books or turn to other people and man cannot give with only God can give That's right. and God is all-knowing so he has the answers to everything mm-hmm. and his first answer to us as humanity is to give us a savior in Jesus and it's because we needed that grace we needed that forgiveness of sins we needed that help on in this life um, and into eternity because into eternity is where we all should be looking at because this lifetime will um, expire at some point and eternity will begin if you when you take your last breath or when Jesus returns and you're if you're a believer in him you're caught up with him you know um, the thing of it is you know the eternity is real and it is it's ever after forever and you want to know that who you depend on to get you there is Jesus so you know grace and truth came through Jesus so you know that's why we talk about Jesus we want people to know the Jesus that we know the Jesus of love Um, you know maybe others out there talking about Jesus in a wrong way and they don't know our Jesus because our Jesus is love he came to save the world the whole world his grace is made available to the whole world for all that will receive it you know God is not going to force anybody to receive his son, but there are benefits when you do. Yes. Not only do you receive 
forgiveness of sin before a righteous God who's going to judge everybody one day. Um, But you also receive that grace and that mercy that comes through Jesus and the truth that comes through him, that he is the only way to God. And um, so as we go into um, 2 Corinthians, in the Word of God, chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. Okay, we are finding Apostle Paul in desperate need for relief from this thorn in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see exactly how God, what God chose to do about this thing. Because mm-hmm. um, this, this thorn was ongoing for Paul, you know. Yeah. And sometimes that's what happens, you know. You're like, well, God, won't you remove this thing? Why Why is the situation so um, irritating? It's, it's such in my way. Why don't you just remove it? But sometimes God allows certain things. Mm-hmm. So we gonna look at just why you know because his grace will provide through the the, the, the trouble through this the struggle so in second corinthians chapter 12 verse 7 through 10 we're going to look at first the new living translation where it says uh, like i said you know first let me sum it up paul was talking about these visions that he had received from god and he's like okay but I'm, i can tell y'all about it, i can brag about it but you know what it ain't about me he's right. like you know so you know instead of me talking about it and, and so you can think be looking up to me like i'm somebody grander he's like, I'm, uh-uh, i won't you know this this that's not what i want so in verse pick verse 7 it says even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God so to keep me from becoming proud I was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud you know some people think when trouble come is God doing the trouble but Satan is real so you know he is the one that does the trouble and the torments and now God will allow certain things but there's always a purpose behind it to us it doesn't make sense but we don't have the wisdom of God so we wouldn't know what the outcome would be from it but God has already promised his word that all things work together for our good so in verse 8 it says three times three different times Paul said I begged the Lord to take it away you know Paul's like I am dead Desperate. I need God to remove this thing. And then this is, but each time he's, he's saying, God said, my grace is all you need. Mm-hmm. Or some translations said, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm-hmm. And he says, my power works best in weakness. So God is saying, when you are weak, then you find out who the strong one is. Yes. And that's God. And then Paul says, so now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me mm-hmm. he says that's why i take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults and the hardships and the persecutions and the troubles that i suffer for christ for when i'm weak then i am strong mm-hmm. now you might say okay was paul all right you know one moment he's in distress and begging for god to take this thorn in the flesh away which is the thorn in the flesh is a representation of course and then next minute you know he's good with the thorn in the flesh Mm -hmm. you know but if we look at the message translation it gives us like a little bit clearer understanding in the wording of um this whole situation where the message translation says um because of the extravagance of those revelations paul said and so i wouldn't get a big head he says i was given the gift of a handicap to keep me in constant touch with my limitations and he says now let me look at this look at this word handicap now a lot of people think about handicap and you think in terms of a person or a sign with a wheelchair on it or a person that has a mental illness but if you look at the definition of handicap it is um a circumstance that makes progress or success difficult come on it is a hindrance or an obstacle and if you look at it in the that's in the noun sense but you look in the verb sense is is something that 
as an act that impedes you. Mm-hmm. It, it hinders you. It is a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So um, is it, that don't always have to do with being a medical issue. But people right. always relate a handicap to medical issues. That's not always the case. Mm-hmm. It's whatever is a hindrance or an obstacle is a handicap. Well, you know, Lady V, um, in golf, mm-hmm. when they play golf, yeah. they mm-hmm. use the word handicap. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And for when they're, now I don't know anything that much about golf, but mm-hmm. I, I know that they have used those terms. Uh-huh, I read where that. they'll mm-hmm. say that this is his handicap uh-huh, like this uh-huh, mm-hmm. in the golf. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I read that. I read you know. that. Yeah. So, you know, getting back to the message translation, what Paul was saying, he says, I was given a gift of a handicap, which is a hindrance. He says, to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. And the only time you know when you're limited is when something is hindering you mm-hmm. and, and hindering your success or your progress forward. And then um, it says, Satan's angel um, did his best to get me down. What, in fact, did was push me to my knees. So Paul says, what it did, all it did made me go to God. It was like, you know, it didn't make me leave from God because some people run away from God when things or struggles are so hard in life or things come and get in their way. And, they, and the first thing they think, well, I'm just going to leave God. But mm-hmm. you should, not, God ain't going to leave you, but you right. shouldn't leave, walk, run away from God. That should take you to your knees. Or in other words, that should take you in prayer mm-hmm. to God to ask for help. And then, um, I pick it, picking back up. He says, um, "No danger then of walking around high and mighty." So, uh, um, Paul is saying, "With these limit, these limitations, these, um, this, this um, hindrance." He was like, it's, "There was no danger of me walking around all high and mighty, like it's all about me." Mm-hmm. He said, "At first, I didn't think of it as a gift." So, of course, you know, you're going through something bad. You don't think of that as something good. But when God said in his word, all things work together for your good, mm-hmm. um, that means even the bad stuff can work for your good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so picking back up in scripture, it says, and Paul says, you know, no danger of them walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift. First, he didn't think of the hindrance as a gift. He said, and I begged God to remove it. And he says, three times I did that. He said, three times I went to God and I did that. He said, he told me my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes comes into his own in your weakness. So, you know, he is saying, um, Paul is saying, God is saying to me that, you know, when you're weak, then you realize that I'm God because mm-hmm. then you know you you have you are limited in your human flesh, mm-hmm. and there's some things you just can't do on your own, That's which right. means God saying, which means you need me. That's yeah. what God is saying. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it, again, picking up in scripture, it says, Once I heard that, Paul says, Once I heard that, he said, I was glad to let this happen. He said, He said, I quit focusing on the handicap or the hindrance. He said, And I began appreciating the gift. What is the gift? The gift of grace, the gift mm-hmm. of that even when you have limitations it is a gift in knowing that if you stop focusing on the limitation the the hindrance the thorn in the flesh you and you start focusing on jesus and the strength of christ then it begins to that strength of christ begins to move through you and you realize that you know i couldn't do it in my strength but i could do it in the strength of the lord you know and then um so paul ends up saying now i take limitations and strive with good cheer and 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 that's why he in in scripture um paul talks about being content in all circumstances because he know god was with him the grace of god was with him and um he was like so no matter what limitations try to cut him down to size abuse him at you know abuse accidents opposition bad breaks he said i just let christ take over he said and so the weaker i get the stronger i become and 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 he's saying the reason i'm I'm gonna sum it up he's in the reason why i'm becoming i become stronger when i'm weak he's because then when i realize i need god i need to depend on god he said 
I go to him, he strengthens me because, you know, he's saying, okay, I mean, my grace, he said, I've given you everything you will ever need. Yeah. So, you know, it's a purpose for the thorn, you know, that points us to God. You know, it, it really does. It points us to God. But some people allow that to make them run away from God. But that's not the time to run from God. That's mm-hmm. the time to run to God because then you're saying, God, I'm weak. I can't handle this situation. I'm going to go to you because I know you can. You know, I myself give my own testimony here you know i had dealt with a situation this this past week and you know and it's like this it was a person that was just a hindrance into me receiving something and they were determined and they were just like certain oh, oh that you this won't happen they were certain that this particular thing will not happen mm-hmm. and so i went to god and i was angry and i was in my feelings and i'm tired of this and tired of people you know treating you know not having compassion on people mm-hmm. and then you know i was like god i depend on you because there's nothing i can do whatever your will is i take it mm-hmm. and as soon as i prayed that prayer me going to God his grace you know did what only his grace can do and he opened the door to some person was saying it's shut it's closed for you that ain't happening and God said yes so somebody can tell you no but you know the Lord Jesus God can open the door and turn that no into a yes you know and he gets all the glory for it because it would not have happened if it was not for God that's right so you know picking back up in the passage you know we are finding that in Paul's work for Christ you know he had a lot of people coming against him and and he had, Paul had a lot of assignments to preach the gospel of grace, which is God's infinite love for all people. Mm-hmm. And that's why he sent Jesus to bring that grace. And um, so, you know, Paul, he went through a lot. And it was promised that he was going to go through a lot anyway. Because mm-hmm. even in the book of Acts chapter 9, verses 15 through 16, you know, when this is the road of Damascus experience that Paul had when he was going as the, as um, his, his surname, Saul. Um, and he was, that's when Saul, you know, Paul asked Saul was um, persecuting Christians and stuff. And then he had that experience on the road to Damascus with Jesus. And Jesus was like, why are you persecuting me? Why are you coming against me? Meaning his people. Because well, if you're in Christ, you are one with Christ. You know, you are his. You belong to him. And then, you know, Paul was blinded um, in that experience. And God spoke to um, a man of God named Ananias. And he told him, you know, I need you to go to this particular place. You're going to find a man named Saul, which is Paul. Again, I'm going to try because you're wondering why I switched from the name. Names. This was who Paul was going by at this time, particular time because he his Roman name was Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he was also Jewish. So Saul, of course, it was his, his Jewish name. But anyway, um, so um, you know God speaks to Ananias and says, "I want you to go and I want you to pray for this man Saul." Again, like I said, that's Paul. And um, and 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 when he did before that, uh, God let Ananias know, you know, because Ananias was like, "Well, this man was persecuted Christians. He, you know, he's ba- I heard he bad news. What am I going? Why would I go and pray for him?" And God was like, "He's a chosen vessel of mine, and but it's many things that he's going to suffer." So even in that, God was saying to Ananias, "Paul is going to suffer many things, but I still want you to go and want you to pray for him because I've chosen him." So when you've been given an assignment by God, I'm speaking to believers now. You've been given an assignment my God sometimes you have something or a situation that is a hindrance to your walk you know now we don't know that uh exactly what that hindrance was but it was a thorn in the flesh so it had something to do you know you know with Paul that was it was unpleasant we know that and we don't know if it was maybe it was health problems health related you know we don't know if it was the enemies because Paul always had enemies coming against him we don't know if it was struggle or temptation or or spiritual battles you know people have temptations of the flesh you know mm-hmm. some people desire 
certain things, you know, um, that, you, you know, you don't, you shouldn't be desiring. It's not godly. And so we don't know what it was, but we know whatever this thorn in the flesh was, it was unpleasant. And it was really the word of God coming to pass that was spoken to Ananias about Paul, um, that he was going to suffer many things. But, you know, Paul whatever was assignment. He was begging God to take it away. Yeah, he didn't, he, he, he didn't want to deal with it. But until he realizes this is when God's grace shows up and shows that God is strong and mighty mm-hmm. in whatever situation we go through. And no situation is it limited to God's touching that and turning things around right. in whatever situation. And he may not take the situation away, but he will use the situation mm-hmm. to make you grow spiritually. And that's what Paul was doing. He was growing spiritually. He was like, it's not about me. It's about God getting the glory. And whatever I do, no matter what comes my direction, you know, God's going to get the glory f- from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to grow spiritually and trust in God. Um, so, um, you know, we think about, you know, Paul begging God to take this away, you know, because of course, of course, it was something that was just, he didn't want to deal with. Like, well, a lot of times we're dealing with stuff we don't want to deal with, but you know, it seems as if God was letting Paul know that, um, he wasn't going to take this thorn in the flesh away. He wasn't going to take this hindrance away that his, but his grace was going to be enough because his grace, God's grace is a sustaining grace. Yes. It is continual. It is present and it, it assists, it abides mm-hmm. and it is magnified in what of a situation whenever it is, is needed you know it's yeah. like it, it, it's like taking that medication is as needed you know yeah. <laughs> you know when you need it it's you, you, <laughs> yeah, it's available yeah. so so oh so well for no matter what paul would endure god's grace was going to be greater in that situation mm-hmm. and god would be magnified you know and we can learn from this message um that when we are weak in the midst of our sh- struggles god is not weak god is strong yeah. and his grace is present if you trust and depend on him, his grace is present to help you yes. through those um, situations. And I like how, you know, the New Living Translation in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Yes. Now trusting in God you know it's not easy to surrender our circumstances over to God and just trust him because you know we want to know answers right now yes, but do. God is all is infinite in his knowledge and his wisdom and he knows things we don't know and even when we're going through circumstances it's a reason for it if he allowed it it's mm-hmm. a reason for mm-hmm. it and God expects us to trust him to seek his will God what do you want to do in this situation is it something you're trying to teach me let me help me to know what it is God if it's, if it's going to divert me to another direction Direction, help me to know what it is. Because sometimes hurt and pain can divert, divert you to another direction. Yeah. You know, if somebody's in your life and causing you pain, it can divert you to another direction. Sometimes, you know, a person might have a sickness on their body and they might think, why is that there? Why won't it leave? But it might make you more aware of God and who God is, that he is such a loving God, mm-hmm. that he's not trying to make you suffer. He wants you to realize, get your eyes on me and off the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Because when you put your eyes on me, you realize that your strength will always always come for me and nothing can stop the plan of God no matter what it is no matter what it is it's not going to stop the plan of God so it redirects our eyes and our focus on God Mm -hmm. and God expects us to rely on his grace you know in the Christian life you know it's a lifelong spiritual journey and you know of total dependence upon God you know and a lot of people they look at Christians and uh, you know we get a lot of heat as Christians and people Mm -hmm. look at us like y'all self-righteous y'all hypocrites y'all whenever a pastor somebody gets caught doing wrong 
wrong. Then they're pointing fingers. I don't know them Christians want nothing. We we are imperfect people that needed a righteous and perfect Savior. And the whole world needs that righteous and perfect Savior. So don't look at what we do wrong. Jesus already knew we were going to do that wrong. That's why he went on the cross to take away the sins Mm -hmm. that we would would commit past, present, and future sins. Mm -hmm. So looking at us and what we do in our flesh, that's not Jesus. Jesus is the one that in, in, in Christ in us helps us to do right but when we choose and we have a choice Mm -hmm. to do wrong then you see us choosing to do our and go our own way that Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with jesus so you can't turn on jesus Mm -hmm. because or or, or look at us and say oh that's y'all that's that's who y'all represent jesus y'all acting like that no that's us acting like that in our human flesh so don't account that to jesus jesus is perfect in all his ways we are not perfect so when you see somebody doing wrong and they're a christian they needed jesus just like you need jesus you know you might not realize it and they might not realize they need to depend on him to help them to do better depend on his holy spirit to mm-hmm. to guide but you know that's why you know we call jesus a good shepherd yeah. because you know he's the person of grace but he's the good shepherd because even psalms 23 says this in the living bible it says because the lord is my shepherd i have everything i need he lets me rest in the meadow grass and leaves me beside the quiet streams he gives me new strength he helps me do what honors him the most and that's when you depend on him he'll help you if you depend on him and it says even when walking through the dark valley of death i will not be afraid for you are close beside me guarding guiding all the way he's god jesus does what he a shepherd does he guides the sheep Mm -hmm. but you as the sheep have to allow him to guide you Mm -hmm. you have to allow the holy spirit to lead you so when you get tempted in your flesh to do something else you know other than what is pleasing to god start and think if what i'm getting ready to do is is god gonna be in it because if he's not glorified in it then i shouldn't be doing it Mm -hmm. you know and that's where the trust comes in depending on his grace to help us when we struggle Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to let Jesus do what only he can do, you know, and that's show us the way. He's the truth, the way, and the life. And so we have to allow him to show us the way so that when, when, when you know, when turbulence comes, whatever, we have to seek the Lord at the throne mm-hmm. of grace. And how do we get to the throne of grace, you might ask. If you never heard about the throne of grace, it, um, Hebrews 4 and 16 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. But you got to know Jesus to get to the throne of grace because yeah. you can't get to God um, except through jesus mm-hmm. so you have to know jesus and receive him as your lord and savior in order to get to that throne of grace to re- to receive that mercy in the time of need wow. now grace is available to anyone that wants to receive jesus because jesus is the person of grace because he right. brought grace so if someone doesn't know jesus and wants to know jesus want to receive jesus then it, it is that grace is available for you to receive him but when we talk about going to the throne of grace only those in Christ, you know, reach that throne of grace because we're walking in grace because we are in Christ. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's the access. That's the open door. But if you don't know him, it's it's okay. You can receive Jesus. We're going to get to that prayer close to the end of this um, um this message. We're going to have that prayer for those of you that don't know Jesus or want to believe in him and want to receive him. You know, so, but those of us that do know him, you know, God wants us to know, come to him in prayer for help whenever we need. The situation might not be removed, but you can still receive help from God through his grace. So we have to trust him and everything. God is all knowing and just know if he allowed it, there's a purpose for it. And it's going to glorify God. Just look to him. Keep your focus on him. So, you know, if you're going to take a piece of wisdom away, this is what you take, no matter what the thorn in the flesh is. And remember, God's grace is enough. You know, Mm -hmm. the grace of God, again, 
is assisting grace. It'll help you in time of need. It's sustaining grace. It keeps you um, and it perfects everything that concerns you. And it's continual grace. It's uninterrupted. It's readily available and it never fails. You know, God's grace is sufficient. So, you know, and we think about um, um, what grace is, again, it is God's unlimited love through his son, Jesus, which provides as we depend on him. So we need to depend on Jesus in order to have that access to the throne of grace. And John chapter one and verse 14 tells us that grace and truth came through Jesus. And it's in the ESV. It says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through me. So you want to receive the person of grace who is Jesus, right. you know, because that gives you access to that. That grace is at the throne of grace to give that, that shows up that assists that helps that abides and it can only abide with the person of grace and that's jesus and if you receive jesus as the lord he is the person of grace that will abide with you that grace will abide with you that will come to your aid whenever you need it however god sees fit to to assist you by his grace and it's through again it's through jesus so if you're listening as we close out if you know don't know jesus as lord and savior it's important that you know him john 3 and 16 tells us for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life eternal life does exist beyond time so we want to think about your eternity and romans 10 and verses 9 through 10 says if you declare with your mouth jesus is lord and you believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified that is you are made righteous by jesus it says it is with your mouth that you profess your faith in him and are saved so you know you need to know jesus died on the cross he paid the price for sin for the world and then he rose in three days and all power you know so you know when you believe in him have faith in him you are saved but then you want him to lead you you want you don't want to be a sheep that's wandering around in a pasture with not uh, having that shepherd to lead you on the way you must allow the lord god to lead you through his spirit and so you know only when you believe in Jesus to receive his Holy Spirit and then God's hands is readily put upon your life to lead and guide you as you depend on him as you rely on him because God is not going to force himself on you on you nor will he force you to depend on him but right. you you would do well because god give you gives a hint in scripture where he was like life and death are placed before you choose life he said i'm gonna tell you you got a choice life or death but you can do i'm gonna tell you a hint choose life okay so that means if you're gonna choose life you're gonna choose jesus because he is the truth the way and the life so if you accept the invitation to receive new life in Jesus, here's a prayer that you can you can pray, say it after me, and I'm going to try to go a little slow. If you, don't, if you can't get, just rewind it back, and then <laughs> and just say it. And it's so simple. And then allow God to direct you by you simply asking him to lead you. Mm-hmm. So just repeat this prayer after me. If you don't know Jesus, just say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner, and I am sorry for my sins. And I ask you to forgive me. I want to follow you, Jesus. Come into my heart, into my life, and be my Lord and Savior. By faith, I receive you, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. It's just that simple. And if you replay that simple prayer of salvation, you are now born again in Christ Jesus. So welcome to the family of God. I praise God for you. There is a celebration going on in heaven right now that you have prayed that prayer and given your life to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So now you might be 
asking yourself, what next? So let me tell you first and foremost, you need the Holy Bible. You need the Word of God, mm -hmm. which is the Holy Bible. <laughs> and, um, th and you need to pick a translation you can understand, like New King James, New Living Translation, um, the English Standard Version. You just need a, a version you can understand so that you can, when you read, you know, God can open up the Scriptures to you because anybody can read the Bible, but you need the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Truth, to open the Scriptures yes. up to you to reveal those hidden things things those secret things those mysteries that you do not know and that you cannot receive just from reading it alone you need to depend on god <laughs> and his spirit so and then god and pray and ask god to lead you to a church that is preaching the truth of jesus you yeah. know and grace through jesus christ now if you can't find one in your area that's okay there are plenty online that you can um, tune into like uh, with Pastor Creflo Dollar, uh, Pastor Joseph Prince, Pastor Gregory Dickow. You know, mm -hmm. you can tune into us, you know, but those are three grace teachers I can tell you about. Everybody out there is not preaching the grace of God through Jesus. You know, grace is not a license to sin. Right. Grace is what is made available through God's love through Jesus to help you through life. And and it may, and then you'll want to live godly and for the Lord. And everybody is not also teaching that Jesus died on the cross mm -hmm. for our sins. Yeah, and Jesus did. He died on the cross for the sins of the world. God mm -hmm. sent him so that when we all stand before God in judgment, and we will one day, mm -hmm. everyone on this earth, everyone born, you know, you will stand with the, the with the righteousness of Jesus upon you when you didn't have to pray for your sins, but Jesus did. Wow. And if you don't receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, then you have not allowed your sins to be paid for. Therefore, you stand before God alone without an attorney, right. without an advocate That's to say right. no. Not guilty. Jesus can declare you not guilty by His righteousness. Yes. But if you stand before God without Him, you are your only your only attorney in that court, that heavenly high court, and you will get a guilty sentence, mm -hmm. and that is eternity apart from God in um, in the abyss, which is, hell is tossed into the abyss, and um, it is real. It is real. Mm -hmm. You know, you could you could either take the chance. And find out and then wish you had have listened and, and received Jesus or you could receive him now mm -hmm. and um, know that when you close your eyes for the last time um, that you're going to end up in the presence of God because the word says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And there is no other way to God but through Jesus Christ. Know that. Believe that and receive it. So if you have any questions, please contact us by going over to our website, which is Spreading Hope everywheretalks.com again our website is spreading hope everywheretalks.com just click on the contact us tab because we want to hear from you we want to pray for you uh, we want to point you in the right direction we have uh, questions we know we are have some listeners in other parts of the world that Christianity or church is not allowed so you know the only word you may get is if you tune in online through a podcast or through YouTube or something like that right. um, but great thing about God is he knew that there would be some countries where it would not be allowed to have a church you know openly because the church would be persecuted mm -hmm. um, so therefore you can still get the word um, you know online you know through the internet and you can ask God to lead you and guide you in that area um, so as we close out I always like to um, leave a blessing and speak a blessing words a blessing over you concerning um, that comes from the word of God in Numbers chapter 6 verses 24 through 26 um, this is the blessing I pronounce over you may the Lord bless you and protect you may the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you may May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Grace and peace to you all. And remember that Jesus is Lord.
Thank you for listening to We Are She Talks podcast. If our content has blessed you in any way, share it with your family and friends. For this week's blog and show notes, go to spreadinghopeeverywheretalks.com forward slash S4E9. While you're there, share your testimonies, take our short survey, follow and like us on social media, sign up for my SD's list of must-read books for spiritual growth, positive outlook, and brain health. Check out Lady V's prayer and devotional episodes. And if you like merch with positive messaging, go on over to our online store. We've got you covered. Join us next time on She Talks, Spreading Hope Everywhere Talk, where we are letting our light shine through faith, hope, and love.